Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Who wants to see a magic trick? Pretty good, right? Pretty good. Also, it's only fair to say that LA Knight is now the man I'll smack her down because we got to the intro and who walked out to a massive evasion? If you're saying anyone but LA Knight, I don't think you're listening. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to yet another episode of Ups and Downs. And shout out to the guy that tweeted me saying, Simon, there's too many episodes of the show. What do you want me to do, you absolute goober? It's a review show, so if there is a television program, we've got to review it. Honestly, the baloney I get sent. Let's up those downs. I also wanted to talk about the fact that Roman Reigns had been champion for 67,922 days and that the big shock was going to be how quickly he was going to lose that title. I was bit like, LA Knight, that doesn't make any sense. He still held it for this elongated period. So even if you do beat him, a fact is a fact. He also used the line that it's going to be the end of Roman's reign. I was like, how the hell has nobody said that before? And by this stage, we had said Roman Reigns too many times. So who came out walking to the ring? It was Roman Reigns. He was not doing this. Because this was actually recorded last week, given the crew have now flown out to Saudi Arabia. Rome was all like, wait, I don't need to ask you to acknowledge me again. When he said he was impressed with how LA Knight managed his time. And I was like, yeah, that's what I look for in my wrestlers. Timekeeping. He's also impressed that Lar actually has the people on his side. And let's be fair, that is a coup in 2023 because everybody hates everything when he got the audience to chant his name. That's very nice. It was a trick because then he was like, Haha, the audience are never going to be able to do that again. So I suppose he's going to kill Knight when he called him nothing more than a cosplaying redneck version of his cousin. I was like, oh my gosh, hot's fire. This man has then continued because he told LA, I'm going to leave you in the desert. Once again, I was like, well, that's easily circumvented. If you are LA Knight, just don't accept the ride. Knight then fired back by saying, well, it's all different this time because I'm not coming to end something. I'm coming to start something. And actually, I'm cosplaying as a guy that's going to whip your ass. So we're here once again. So LA, if you cosplay as something, it means you're kind of pretending to be that person. So you just said you're going to pretend kick his ass. He also reminded the head of the table that he doesn't do warning shots, so he better take him down for good. And all of a sudden, a bunch of officials ran down because I suppose at the eight minute mark, they decided, well, they may get fired. So really, this was a repeat of last week, but that's actually a good thing because we have put LA Knight on this pedestal. And while I do not believe he is going to win a crown jewel, even if he does lose, I still see him as a super duper mega whooper star. Sometimes that does not happen. So I've enjoyed all of this and I'm very intrigued about the match happening in about 12 hours. Austin Theory was being interviewed next, and he totally disagrees with Kevin Owens. He thinks he has a wonderful face. 
I laughed. He then talked about Kevin's features and said, well, he only has a face that a mother could love. I was like, well, we've arrived. November the 3rd, whatever it is, 2023, we finally have a feud about faces. Somebody better call John Travolta. We then went right into this match. And Austin Theory just lost. Huh. I was kind of surprised because it was just so quick. And we did have Grayson Waller on commentary, which is very entertaining. But all of a sudden, it felt in my tootsie toes that we may be about to give Kevin Owens a big old push. That gets me excited. Because Theory is such an idiot, he kept running away until Kevin was able to grab him. When they actually started to punch each other in the face. It's amazing. It all ties in. Where is Nicholas Cage? Owens then threw Austin into Allen and Out's table, but of course that's where Grayson was. So they started jaw jacking, which is when Theory grabbed KO and he pushed him into the ring post. So you know me, I was getting very worried. Why were we beating up our wrestling ring friends? Otherwise though, Austin did do a chop block because you know he wanted to hurt Kevin Owens' leg. He just chugged that off. He hit the pop-up bomb of power. He got the stunner. One, two, three. Kind of just sat there. Shrug emoji? Okay. I was also glared at Waller after this, so I suppose we'll now go into that feud. I guess that Kevin's going to need a tag team partner. I don't know why the flood would be separating from Sami Zayn. This was alright. It was just fun. The forgotten word in professional wrestling. Up. Kathy Kelly was then chatting to Bianca Belair because, of course, she is taking on Bailey in our main event. And before she could say anything, Damage Control jumped her and beat her up. So she must have seen this coming. I mean, Damage Control literally were right there. Nick Aldis and friends then came in to break it up, but they were way too late. And I was like, Nick, that is not great, given you only just started this job. When we cut to Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, they basically said hello to Logan Paul. Why not? The real strange part, though, is that B-Fab of Hit Row then walked in and was like, Bob, I want to chat to you. So they walked off to have a conversation. And the only question I can think she asked Bobby Lashley was, can you please get me on television? Because nothing else is working. We then just got this random tag team match. Whatever run Chelsea Green was on just came to an end. So we found out that last week Chelsea and Piper Niven had challenged Shotzi and a mystery partner. And the mystery partner was Charlotte Flair. Now, let me tell you this. If it had been Doink the Clown, Reaper Man, or Duke the Dumpus of Drosy, I would have been less surprised. Why the flub is Shotzi teaming with Charlotte? And also, why is Shotzi just going through the entire women's division looking for a partner? It also went about two minutes. And as soon as the Queen had tagged in, she just whooped everybody's ass. Although I suppose it was Chelsea's fault because Piper was doing all right. Green did the blind tag and then just got booted right in the face. One, two, three. I mean, she didn't even get put in the figure of eight. What's happened to my back? And look, this was fine too. And now we know that Charlotte Shotzi are getting a tag team match, which has to be the lamest reason for anyone to get a geese title shot. I just kind of feel like WWE doesn't care about these championships. And that sucks because all four people here are pretty damn great. Gonna have to give it a down. I mean, it was over so damn quickly. You could do so much more. We then continued our build to the pay-per-view premium live event. Here came Paul Heyman and Solo Sakawa. Now, their big point was that we better all enjoy John Cena, because in but a matter of hours, they're basically going to finish him off for good. Heyman also wanted to make this clear that it wasn't Roman Reigns' fault, because it was John Cena who came after the bloodline. This is like the police knocking on your door, and you open it and just go, listen, 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 I did not kill that guy. The cops are like, we just wanted to talk to you about a parking ticket. Paul also said that one day Solo may become the tribal chief, Roman was probably in the back melting down. 
When Sokoa took the microphone, don't forget, he never talks. He was like, man, why are you wasting your breath on these people? We want to talk to John Cena. So because he had said the man's name, out came Jonathan. And Sokoa was then like, listen, I would drop you where you are right now, but I've got my rules, my orders from the tribal chief, and I have to leave you alone until Crown Jewel. And also, poof, there is a microphone. You better say goodbye to everyone, because once again, they're going to kill him. Now, this was a massive error. Because we basically got fine speech, Cena. Because he was like, that's it, is it? That's all you've got. We've been waiting for you to say things for about a year, and you come out of that baloney. Well, look, I've only got 90 seconds, but I'm about to cook you. And he absolutely did. Because he mentioned the fact that Solus Sokoa only has a job, given who his family is, and that really, as he looks at him here and now, you ain't nothing but a budget version of Taz. Don't forget, because that's WWE Taz. That's T-A-Z-Z, whereas Taz and AEW is T-A-Z. But, you know, all things considered, shout out to Taz. He's flubbing great. John also dropped the line that Sokoa better double tape his thumb tomorrow, because he's going to shove it up his ass. Like, is he actually going to shove it up his ass? I mean, they even bleeped the word ass here. I don't think they're going to show that on TV. He then realised his 90 seconds was up, so he threw the microphone on the floor and he left. This was quite funny. I think John Cena had a cold or something, because he was like, oh, I'm John Cena. He could barely talk, but as ever, when this guy goes, <laughs> he's so good. I also think WWE has done a fine job in making you go, oh, I don't know who's going to win here, which is wrestling secret source. And actually, if you put a gun to my head, I'd be like, one, calm down. I'm happy to talk about it. And two, I think Sola Sokoa is going to win. That'd be a massive victory. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Damage Control were then super happy because they had beaten up Bianca Belair and Bailey was even teasing maybe she'll take on EO Sky for the women's title when Nick Aldis walked in and was like, you do know I watch this show. That's my job. Sorry, girls. You're banned from ringside. So it sucks to be them when we carried on the feud between the Brawling Brutes and Pretty Deli because we were having a Donny Book old-fashioned brawl. 
whatever the flub it's called. Now, the absolute best part of this is that when Pretty Deadly were doing their slow motion part of their entrance, the brawling brutes just attacked them, which means you saw Pete Dunne dive in in slow motion. And I was like, yeah, I need more of that in my life. They also instantly did the 10 beats as a shout out to Seamus, who I believe is injured at the moment, so I hope he is okay, when they got those damn shillelaghs and started smacking Pretty Deadly around. And I was like, why do we only see shillelaghs? when we're in an old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Outside of that, they don't even exist. We also had a makeshift bar at ringside because, of course, we did. Rich Holland was just grabbing these two and throwing them around like they were children. Like, at one point, they went hurling over the top rope. And as ever remember, don't throw kids. Push <laughs> they did a moonsault onto everyone. I bet Ridge was like, what are you doing, you absolute goober? You're supposed to be my friend. When Elton Prince got a proper bar stool just whacked Ridge Holland and looked terrible. That was to break up a Boston crab too. And I was like, wait a minute, nobody from this match is even in Boston. And this is where we got back to the shillelaghs. I mean, they absolutely love him. Ridge then went absolutely crazy because he was doing power bombs through tables. Although when he went to charge at Kit Wilson, he got out of the way and he ran into a beer keg. I was like, that's it, I've seen it all. I mean, the Bush was totally alone, and even though he was going to try and do a superplex instead, he got hit with Pretty Deadly's finish through a table, and they both covered him for the one, two, three. So I was doing the dance of joy here. Like, I love the brawling brutes, but should Pretty Deadly continue to rack up the wins? Of course they should. They're still establishing themselves. Also, they're really, really, really funny. Uh, Paul Heyman then found Nick Aulis in the back and he actually said, listen, Nicky boy, you better make sure there's more security personnel at Crown Jewel because this is going to be the most savage Roman Reigns has ever been. So pull it down. That's the crime counter. You can't say things like that. You definitely go to jail. When WWE decided, just because Logan Paul is in a match with Rey Mysterio, to do away, now look, I was totally fine with this because it's better than a contract signing. We've seen about 3,422 of those, but they actually aped everything that Dylan Dennis did. And I was on my knees going, please leave this alone. It was bad enough then, and now you're bringing it back up again. They did actually weigh in two, and Paul was 213 pounds, and Ray was 175 pounds. And when they did the face-off, Logan Paul slapped Ray. So Ray got the microphone, and he donked Logan Paul right on the head. But yes is what Double D had done a few weeks ago. So look, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be a negative Nancy. But can we just leave this now? That boxing match, if you can call it that, was an absolute farce, and we should never even be referencing it again. Now, I actually think this could be the best match on Crown Jewel, and I actually think Logan Paul should win the US Championship. So we are not in Toto anymore, Kansas. But hey, it's getting it down. I was just really stupid. Which is when we got to our main event, which was Bianca Belair versus Bailey. And I tell you, given that we had bad damage control from ringside, this was so damn good. Bailey remains one of the most underrated people on the entire roster. And this Bianca man, there's a crazy side of the internet that goes, she's not a good baby face. You've got to be on mushrooms. She is so damn good at this. Bianca is also a very strong person, so she started throwing bells around when we also got some moonsaults. When Bailey decided she was going to go body slam, body slam, body slam. I was like, <laughs> it's like watching a camp show here in the UK. She also whooped Belair's ass for a little bit after this, but Bianca kicked out at one. And while we should probably keep those for like major, major shows, I still popped. It gets me every time. But they got the most terrifying superplex you've ever seen because they both almost landed on their head, so I was freaking out. And when Bianca missed a moonsault, Bailey grabbed her by her hair, started dragging her around her place. I wasn't able to sympathize or empathize with this. 
not a problem. This really was Teddy, though, just to heat up Bianca Belair, though, and Bailey totally understand this, so she got absolutely ravaged towards the end of this. Bianca hit the KOD. She got the one, two, three, which rhymes, which means it must have been the correct thing. When they went to the outside, and Bianca grabbed her and gave her a KOD through Alan the announce table. Now, go and watch that move, and imagine you're the person taking it. This must have been totally terrifying, but as ever, Bailey totally smashed it. Literally and figuratively. So this kind of leads me to believe that Bianca isn't going to win the title at Crown Jewel, but that's also probably the right decision because I'm enjoying EO Sky with that belt. But yeah, this was a damn good main event. I thought it rocked. Giving it an up. Which did indeed bring us to the end of SmackDown. And look, it was one of those episodes where quite clearly they had filmed it seven days ago. So the idea was just get the job done. But it was fine. And am I looking forward to the premium live event? Yes. Yes, I am. Now, please do click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Dynamite. That's right, support all wrestling and all ups and downs. And of course, for those asking, are we back tomorrow morning to up those downs for Crown Jewel? Yes, because if I'm not upping some downs, I'm basically dead. And if you want to go watch the Impact Turning Point pay-per-view, you can see a bald asshole have a match. Thank you to everyone who has supported that. And for everyone who sent me a message going, Simon, you suck. I appreciate all comments, because genuinely, just nice to be in the conversation. That's true too. How the hell did we get here? You take care, my friends. See you soon. Or tomorrow for Crown Jewel. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.